You are listening to You've Got This, episode 290. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I want to talk about choosing grace over guilt, about the things that maybe are not getting done in exactly the way that you thought they would. And uh, giving credit where credit is due, this is a um, kind of theme that comes out of the Power Sheets Planner, which I will link in the show notes in case you're interested. I've talked about this before. And every month I lead a monthly goals and intention setting session with my prolific community, and I ask a series of questions about the past month before we start moving on to the upcoming month. And one of my favorite questions is basically, what do you want to let go of? What do you not want to take with you into the coming month? What are you going to choose grace over guilt about? And I have heard from a lot of my clients this feeling of just guilt that hangs over them because things are not getting done in exactly the way that they think they should be getting done. And I actually love, you know, this idea about choosing grace over guilt, because lately I've also been moving things around a lot in my own to-do list. I don't always get things done on the original timeline that I set out for myself. Um, For example, a while back I talked about creating these kind of monthly bucket lists, and I have a to-do list from May that I created, and, and a lot of things have gotten checked off. I feel pretty good about it, but not everything has gotten checked off. And in fact, I just did something from that list this past weekend. It was just a way to corral what was on my mind, and the timeline wasn't as important as the brain dump of getting it down on the page. So I'm not feeling guilty about the fact that it's not getting done in exactly the way that I originally kind of hoped or planned. So rather than feeling guilty, what I'm replacing that with is a feeling of gratitude that, you know, anything is getting done, especially when there's a lot happening in the world. And I know we're all processing a lot. There's a lot of emotions that come with the news cycles. And I'm just grateful for anything (laughs) that I can get done when I'm not distracted by, you know, a lot of things that are happening that can be incredibly distracting and very emotional. And I can start to feel really negatively about, you know, the state of the world. So I want to put kind of a feeling of gratitude to replace any feelings of guilt or resentfulness or, you know, this feeling that I'm forcing myself to do something that I don't really want to do in the moment. Instead, I just want to be grateful that I have a lot of choice about when I do things, how I do things. And actually, we all do. For the most part, we have a lot of control over the way that we get things done. And I would much rather feel like I have that control when I complete tasks, that I'm working with intention and purpose, that my productivity has meaning, and that I have a sense of balance with other aspects of my life. Now, I'm also thinking about this because this past weekend, um, I also led the Sunday planning hour, which I also lead for the prolific community on a weekly basis. And this is basically a way to plan your week. And I ask a series of reflective questions and just give you time to kind of look at your list, look at your calendar and plan your week with intention and purpose. And one of the questions that came up in this event is people were talking about this concept of like, how do you let go of that plan that you had, because when you look at your to-do list and you realize you're not going to get it done, 
you may start to not feel great about having to move things around. And one of the things that I talked about with the the group that was at this event was it's easier for me to move things around now that I'm managing my tasks digitally instead of on paper. Because when you're putting your stuff on paper, you're having to literally like cross something out or erase it and like write it into the next week. Whereas when I manage things digitally, and right now I'm using Asana to do that, I can literally drag and drop a task into a different column of like what day I plan to get it done. And it's not that big of a deal. Whereas if I had a written planner, maybe it would feel like more of a big deal (laughs) that I have to kind of like look through and figure out where it's going to fit. And I guess I've just gotten into a mode where I move things around actually pretty easily. Like it's, it, I don't feel a ton of guilt about it anymore. I actually understand that like life is pretty fluid and I have to be open to where a different tasks can get done. But I also want to do tasks in a way that I actually want to be doing them. And so sometimes I'll move things around so that I'm in a better state of mind when I'm getting those things done. And the example I probably used in the past is that uh, when I was grading. Now, I don't grade much anymore. Um, I'm just not in a a mode where I'm doing a lot of teaching, where I do formal grading or assessment in that way. Um, I do some assessment for my coach training program. So this is probably the closest I can get. But I remember when, especially when I was in grad school and I was teaching a lot, I would sometimes just not be in the right mood to be grading my students' work. Like if I was just, you know, not feeling great or I was frustrated that I had to be grading and, you know, not doing something else that I wanted to be doing, it would show up in how I graded. Like that's just not what I wanted to pass on to my students. And so I would always try to pick a time to do that grading when I felt good, when I felt positive. And and usually this is why I procrastinate so much is because it gives me several options of when I might want to get something done. When you procrastinate, you give yourself extra time and margin to kind of pick and choose when you want to do any given task. And I like to pick and choose times when I actually want to do something and not when I feel like I'm kind of forcing myself to get something done. Now, as a planner, it gives me also an option to really think about a number of different scenarios in which I might try to get something done and I can kind of choose the best of those scenarios. So um, for example, in this past holiday weekend here in the United States, we're celebrating Memorial Day and it was a long weekend for me. I also took Friday off, so I had extra time. Well, I had a couple of things that I did wanna get done this weekend. I had um, some clothes that I needed to return somewhere. There was like some grocery stuff that I wanted to do. There was some content creation that I wanted to do. And I thought about a number of different scenarios of when I might decide to do those things. And I was able to slot them into my weekend in the best way that I thought would work for me, where I would feel the right kind of energy of doing those things, that I'd be able to kind of bring my best self to those tasks, and that I was able to kind of think through in a really purposeful way how I wanted to get them done. Now, admittedly, this is not always the case. Sometimes things come onto our plates and we just kind of have to do them in the moment or we don't have a lot of choice about how they get done. And in those situations, that's when I really try to just set an intention to make the situation the best it can possibly be. So if I have to um, work through kind of an onerous task at work, for example, and it's going to take me a long time, maybe I'll get myself a cup of tea and, you know, think about some kind of reward that I can have at the end of this. Now, this was something that I also shared with this group at the Sunday planning hour. I mentioned that recently I went through a couple of weeks at work where my assistant was out of the country. Now, my assistant is 
wonderful. (laughs) She helps me in so many different ways, and she's really become an important part of my work life. And I knew that this wasn't going to be the best two weeks ever, you know, because she was not going to be there to help me as much as she normally is. But it was so important to me that she had this vacation time, that she could visit with her family. You know, it was it was a really um, there was a lot of positivity that I could kind of infuse into the situation. But I also knew that it wasn't going to be the easiest two weeks that I've ever had because um, it was just a difference in my routine. So what I decided to do was one focus on that intention of being incredibly positive about why this was such a good thing for her to do, but two, give myself a little bit of a reward at the end of these two weeks to say, you survived it, well done. Um, And just to kind of note that this wasn't the easiest thing for me, but you know, it was something that I was able to get through. So I ended up uh, using up a gift card that my partner and I had gotten almost a year ago from our realtor when we purchased this house. And it was a gift card to a local uh, bookstore. And there have been a couple of box sets that I've been wanting to buy of different series that I've been looking at that I've been wanting to read. And so uh, after talking with my partner, explaining the situation of why I wanted to have this reward, which he was fully in support of, I went ahead, uh, went online and purchased these box sets so that we both actually can enjoy them. These are series that I think he'll enjoy just as much as I will. So I think that part of it is setting the intention, rewarding yourself for doing things that don't feel super easy to you, but especially if you need to move things around, adjust, you know, tasks on your calendar, feel like you're doing that with intention too, so that you can let it go. Make an actual choice of where you want those things to go. Um, Make a commitment maybe to getting them done in a different or a new way or on a new timeline or a new deadline schedule, and then release yourself from that choose grace over guilt because we are all making all kinds of adjustments. Uh, we, If there's anything we've learned throughout this pandemic is that we need to be able to adjust in order to remain resilient. But it doesn't mean that we can't acknowledge that there's some challenges along the way and build in intentionality and rewards as needed. So these are just a couple examples of how I've done this recently in my life. I'd also love to hear how you are remaining flexible with yourself. If you need to move some things around your calendar, change up your task list, what does that look like for you? You can always email me at hello at drkatielinder.com. I always love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. You can access show notes and transcripts for each episode at drkatielinder.com slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show through Apple Podcasts.